In Germany, December means the outdoor Christmas markets have started. It's a traditional way people, young and old in Germany, enjoy preparing for the holidays. Berliners Iris Andre and Fabian Ruger join us now to guide us into the Christmas markets of Germany. Iris, Fabian, nice to have you here. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having Fabian, what is unique about a German Christmas market? They're, they're so popular with American travelers these days. I think it's the spirit of German Gemütlichkeit. Usually Gemütlichkeit is associated with, the, with a bar or a pub, but Germans feel very gemütlich on the Christmas market. Imagine you can do your Christmas shopping without the stress because you will walk over the Christmas market in between shops and you get a hot, spicy wine standing next to your neighbors who are just doing the same thing. You have a little chat. And then you just keep on doing what you're doing. And it sounds, by the way you're referring to this, is not a touristy thing. I mean, it's tourists make it uh, popular, but it's also enjoyed by the local people. Iris, Fabian just talked about Gemütlichkeit. What is Gemütlich? It's a, a unique sort of uh, word. It stands for coziness. Coziness. Yes, warmth, quietness, a time off with your friends. So there's a conviviality, and uh, as Fabian said, this hot-spiced wine might add a little bit to the Exactly. It's a time where it's hard time to leave and go home because you don't want to leave that atmosphere. And uh, you find that at a Christmas market. When are the Christmas... I know they're celebrated at Christmas time, but how early do they start in the season and, and when do they close down? For most parts, uh, they should be starting on the first weekend of Advent. Four Sundays before Christmas, Four basically. Sundays before Christmas, exactly. But also some Christmas markets now, they start towards the end of November because they want to have more of a season. Stretch the shopping season. Yes. We do that in the United States. It's exactly. a big kind of uh, discussion. Should we be decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving? Exactly. The same dynamic in Germany. Yes, Fabian, there's uh, Christmas markets everywhere in Germany these days, uh, in Austria and Switzerland, also in other countries. Uh, the most famous, I think, in Germany is in Nuremberg. Why is the Nuremberg Christmas market so beloved? There are several things that come together to make the Nuremberg Christmas market special. First of all, because you're in the heart of a really ancient city with a beautiful castle at the center. You feel like you're in a medieval city. They take great pride in their Christmas market, so the lighting is, I think, very special. And then there are a few Christmas sort of sweet specialties that are typical for Nuremberg, like their particular Lebkuchen, the gingerbread. Oh, the gingerbread. Uh, which is an essential part of Christmas. To me, it's so essential that no matter where I am on earth at any moment around Christmas time, I need to have German gingerbread for Christmas or it's not Christmas for me. Whoa. What other sort of the special uh, traditions would you find when you go to Nuremberg? There are Pfefferkuchen, which are um, small... Uh, gingerbread. Really, literally, it means pepper cookies or pepper cakes. I know those. Those are delightful. They're yeah. delightful. Iris, in Nuremberg, there's this um, delightful Christkind. Can you describe the Christkind? The Christkind is a young girl or a young woman who is dressed up almost angel-looking-like, and she stands above the Christmas market, and she gives a Christmas market opening speech to the crowd, and it's a big event for the Nuremberg Christmas market, which they want to see. So she's like the queen of Christmas. Oh, yes. And she kicks off the festival. And she has that job for two years, and then it's moved on to another young lady, and they take big pride to be the Christkind. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about German Christmas markets with Iris Andre and Fabian Ruger, two guides from Germany. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. Michael's calling from Denver in Colorado. Michael, have you been to Nuremberg for the Christmas festival? 
absolutely. I was there in the early uh, 1970s, and my question has to deal with uh, what I call prune men. They made little stick figures out of prunes with a walnut for the head. I don't know what the origin of that was or, or whether they still do it or if it's still just in Nuremberg that they do that. You know, I've been to several Christmas markets, Michael, and I do know that each market has artisans that make traditional little puppets and dolls by local traditional organic ingredients. And there's a very strict law in Nuremberg, at least, where everything needs to be locally made. They don't want stuff imported from China and so on. Everything needs to be not in disposable packages. They want to be very environmentally correct. So they're celebrating artisans. They're celebrating local production. And I remember when I was in Nuremberg, they even had a rule where you didn't have your hot spiced wine and takeaway styrofoam glasses, but everybody would have an actual glass. And when you bought your hot mold wine, you paid a deposit. And uh, if you didn't bring your glass back, you'd lose your deposit. When you think about the Nuremberg Christmas market, Iris and Fabian, Michael is talking about these little prune men. What do you know about the quality of the uh, little gifts and, and the, the handcrafted items you might find? What are some of the favorites that you remember? Of course, Christmas tree decorations. And yes, you're right, they have to be from the local area. They cannot come from China. What I like a lot are these candle pyramids. So you have candles on a kind of round wood-carved plate at the bottom, and on top of that, they would start to be moved by the heat, and another candle might be even on top of this. Yeah, I, re I remember those and also the nutcrackers, and I still have a couple of the smokers that are made out of uh, wood, and they have a man or a little figurine with a, a pipe, and you put the incense inside, and then the smoke comes out the little hole like he's smoking a pipe. So a traditional smoker, a prune man on a stick, uh, some nice gingerbread cookies, and a little mold, hot mold wine, not to go but to stay. Sounds like a gemutlich Christmas time. Michael, thanks for your call. Oh, you bet. Thank you. Anne is calling from Fort Wayne in Indiana. Anne, are you dreaming about going to Germany? I am absolutely dreaming about going to Germany, especially at Christmas time, as I think about all of the great markets. One of the things I would love to take home as a souvenir from that trip is a cuckoo clock, something I've wanted since I was a kid. Now, how do you recommend I go about finding a cuckoo clock that was actually made in Germany? I know it's pretty easy to find anywhere in the world inexpensive knockoffs that were actually made in China. But what's your advice for shopping for a cuckoo clock in Germany? In fact, I think there's a wonderful dimension to your cuckoo clock shopping, and that would be going to the uh, German clock museum in the Black Forest. Yes, there's the Uhrenmuseum in... Uh, Where is uh, that? Also in the, in the Black Forest. It's um, near Gutach. Yeah, Gutach. And there's also the open-air folk museum there for traditional German culture. So, Anne, you could uh, go to the Black Forest, go to the open-air folk museum, Gutach, G-U-T-A-C-H, I believe, and then ask about the German clock museum, which I thought was spectacular. And then in any little town in the Black Forest, you can find good quality cuckoo clocks. How's that? That sounds perfect. I think you've just planned my itinerary for me. And Jim's calling from Richardson in Texas. Jim, are you planning a trip to Germany in the winter? Yes, I am, Rick. My problem is that when I go online, so many of the uh, markets look very similar. So I was wondering if your guests could give me some advice about which markets to go to. There are easy train rides from uh, Frankfurt. Jim, I'm going to do something that's a little contrary to the German National Tourist Board. I'm going to give you my hard opinion that these Christmas markets are essentially all the same. And if you've seen one... 
you've seen one, and that's about enough, and they're great. You could go to three of them, but you could just go to the same one for three times as long, and it would give you the same experience. And I'm not saying don't go in the winter at Christmas, but remember, Germany is great with or without Christmas markets. So see a Christmas market or maybe two, but then spend time enjoying Germany because Munich, Hamburg, Berlin, Nuremberg, there is so much to see. And it's going to be winter, it's going to be cold, people will be in a great mood, but I wouldn't be so hung up on Christmas markets. Sorry about that, Fabian. Is that okay? <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually agree, because as you will find that as you travel through Germany by train, all of the cities are connected with train stations that are mostly in the heart of the city. That's where the Christmas markets are. So you almost cannot escape Christmas markets if you take trains in Germany in the winter from town to town. Mm-hmm. Makes your shopping easy as well, because if you saw something on the first Christmas market and you didn't get it there, don't be heartbroken. You will see it five <laughs> Christmas it. <laughs> markets down the road. Thanks for your call, Jim. All right. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. And I'd like to finish our discussion of Christmas markets in Germany by talking a little bit about Berlin, because both of you are from Berlin. You live in Berlin now anyways, and Berlin has a famous Christmas market. Iris, what is the Christmas market in Berlin like? How would you describe it? Well, we have several different kinds. One are the ones that are like more commercial with like the Ferris wheel and all this. But we also have the more pretty ones, like at the Gendarmenmarkt or in front of Charlottenburg Castle, Mm -hmm. which have beautiful settings. And those are the kinds that we prefer to go to. Now, my mind of a Christmas market is everybody is wearing dirndls and nice traditional clothes. Fabian, the least clichetically traditional environment I can think of is Berlin. Berlin is edgy. Berlin is surprising. Is there any little bit of Berlin's edginess that spills into its Christmas markets? I have to admit, Christmas markets for me in Berlin were always still Christmas markets. And it's almost as if Berlin decides in winter for the Christmas markets, we'll switch to old-fashioned mode just because we actually all love it so much. We all grew up with it. So the Christmas market, I think a Gendarmenmarkt, is my favorite. You actually, It's one of the few Christmas markets where you have to pay, I think, two euros yes. to get in. Mm-hmm. But it's also the classiest. The classiest. That's the Gendarmen Market. That's uh, very close to Unter den Linden in the center of town. And a beautiful place with or without the Christmas market for sure. Fabian and Iris, I'm in Berlin, your hometown, and I've been to the Gendarmen Market. And I've had my fill, frankly, of Christmas markets. But I want to really get the feeling of the Christmas spirit in Berlin. Otherwise, what else might be going on Christmas time in Berlin? Not only in Berlin, but in the whole of Germany. On the morning of December 6th, you might want to see, be in somebody's house because in a house with children they will have put their shoes out because overnight Santa Claus has been there to give them the first preliminary judgment for the year and they will probably find sweets in their boots or if they have been not so nice they will find a piece of coal in their shoes. December 6th. December 6th and that's the official beginning of Christmas season. Iris a few years ago when you were (laughs) what was in your shoe? I was lucky I had nuts and chocolate. <laughs> you had nuts no, and chocolate. Yeah, no call for me. Yeah, <laughs> so I was you, lucky. You were a good little girl. Yes. Let me uh, finish by wishing you both and all of our listeners uh, in my best German Merry Christmas. Freue Weihnachten. Frohe Weihnachten. Rick Steves teaches smart European travel. At ricksteves.com you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Europe's top sites, and a world of information to help turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.